season two of the JKR podcast powered by Black Cobra Sports. My name is Jay Shriglin and I'm the host. Let's dig into today's episode after a word from our sponsor. the JKR podcast. My name is Jace Riggling and I'm the host. Today is going to be episode three of three this weekend as we're going to complete the 2025 spotlight powered by Titan Bat Company and Black Cobra Media. Two great guests these past couple days in Cannon Golden, Noah Franco. Another great guest today as we have Arkansas commit number six player in the nation for the class of 2025. We get Landon Schaefer on the show. Um, Today we discuss his recruiting process, what it's like going to be playing at the same university that he lives in, um, University of Arkansas in Fayetteville, talk about USA Prime, talk about the Arkansas facilities, talk about the hog pen, the new training weight room the the whole Arkansas has. Um, So just some great content today. Hope you guys enjoy it and let's dig in. And welcome back to the JKR Podcast. Today we have the number six player in the nation for the 2025 class. We got Arkansas baseball commit and Fayetteville native. We got Landon Schaefer on the show. Landon, super pumped to get you on the show, man. How you doing? What's up, Jason? I'm doing great. How are you? So uh, let's, let's, let's dig into the interview a little bit. So driving right now, you said from Cincinnati to Atlanta. So wait, right that drive, how long is that drive going to take you? Uh, it's going to take us about six and a half hours. We're uh, we're approaching Knoxville, Tennessee. So, uh, you know, we're we're woo pig. We're not go ball. So, yeah. So uh, when you before we started recording, you said that you guys do drive to a lot of the tournaments. So what's what's that average drive time looking like for you? Um. Yeah, we do drive to a lot of tournaments. Um. The average drive time is usually about ten hours. Depends on traffic, you know, with Atlanta, and. Uh, Maybe even some Florida. It's usually about 10, 10, 12 hours. With all those long drives, I mean, I'm sure you kind of get bored sometimes. So what are some ways you kind of like to pass the time to make time go a little bit quicker? Uh, some pastime things I do is uh, sometimes uh, watch my phone, you know, rewatch some Outer Banks, read a book, listen to some music with my dad or my mom, joke around with my little brothers, you know, just the normal car ride things. Yeah. So when you're reading books, what type of books you're reading? Uh, just some nonfiction books, more motivational stuff. Uh, sometimes I click on my Bible app and I listen to a couple sermons, you know, a couple Bible quotes, you know, just to get the mind right. Yeah, of course, of course. So one question I always like to ask everybody once I get them on the show is just to start out is, for those who don't know you, how would you introduce yourself? Who exactly is Landon Schaefer? Um, Landon Schaefer is uh, he's a very shy and quiet kind of kid once you first get to know him. But as the the hours or minutes go by, he starts to open up a little bit, become a little more goofy and outgoing. Uh, I would say Landon is, I don't know, Landon is very, very um, caring and passionate about other people. Even though, you know, there's a lot of people in his life that mean a lot. He cares about every single one that he meets, even if you meet him today or you met him six years ago. I mean, he cares about you and always thinks about you, just stuff like that. Okay, great to hear it. Lo- love the love the passion. passion. But let's let's dig into the recruiting process a little bit. Obviously, committed to Arkansas already said that. Um, so you're actually from Fayetteville. So let's 
dig into that recruiting process. When exactly did that start for you? Obviously, you you're just ended your freshman year. So when, the, when exactly did that recruiting process start for you? Uh, the recruiting process started um, uh, 14-new summer, about midway through the year. couple text messages from uh, my coach, Coach Mark Nellis, uh, from USA Prime. He was like, a bunch of these schools want us to get out, reach to you, talk to them. And, yeah, I just started from there. Okay. So who were some of those initial schools that started reaching out to you? Uh, some initial schools were, of course, Arkansas, Tennessee, Vanderbilt, Ole Miss, Burn, and Texas. Okay. So what's, what's going through your mind when that recruiting process is starting for you and you're getting contacted by, I mean, some of the top top schools in the nation for baseball. So what's going through your mind when you have those you're having those phone calls with those teams? Uh, when I'm having those phone calls with the teams, I'm really uh, listening to the coaching staff, seeing how they build their program, how they develop the players. You know, what's the atmosphere and the environment like of that town, like such as Arkansas as Fayetteville. Like, what's the food like? What's the uh, what's the fan base like? What's the, uh, the hospitality? What what are things to do there? Like hunting and fishing. Like. Where to where to go watch a movie, like stuff like that. So as you're going through that process, obviously you said Arkansas, Tennessee, Vandy, a couple other schools you mentioned. So how long was it when you, how long were you talking to those teams before they actually gave you an offer to play baseball there? Uh, I was talking to them for about two weeks. Uh, about called them about once every week. So for which school was that? Uh, Arkansas and Auburn. Okay. So overall, once you committed, how many offers at that point did you have? Were you getting offers from Tennessee Vandy, or were those just talking and then you already committed to Arkansas? Uh, just talking to Tennessee and Vandy. I mean, those were super early, like right after the summer circuit, but Auburn and Arkansas were very early in my recruiting process. Okay. Okay. So obviously choosing between Auburn and Arkansas, what was it that to you that stood out to Arkansas? Obviously that's your hometown team. But besides that, what else was it that stood out at Arkansas? Uh, what stood out at Arkansas was definitely the facilities. Um, I mean, they're off the charts. I think they're – I believe they're the nicest in the country as far as I've seen. But um, I always used to joke around with my mom because she wanted me to stay home. So And I told her, yeah, I'm never staying home. And then eventually I found out that I wanted to stay home when I found Arkansas. Yeah. So, Arkansas, technically, Arkansas was never really – on top of your list growing up, I mean, I've I just take um, when I've talked to a couple other Arkansas natives who are committed to Arkansas, they said that growing up, they've always wanted to go to Arkansas, and that's where they ended up going. So for you living in Fayetteville, no. did you always think that maybe you might be going to Arkansas, or did you think you you would uh, branch out and maybe move away from your mom, like like you mentioned? Yeah, uh, we didn't live in Fayetteville at first. Uh, we've moved all over the place. My dad is a basketball coach, and so we've kind of moved all over the place from Ohio to Washington to Tennessee. I mean, we lived all over the place. And so it's always been, yeah, I want to go see somewhere new. But then when we found Fayetteville, it's like, why would I leave this place? This place is awesome. It's where I want to be. So that's what it's yeah. kind of been for us. Yeah. So you're, where's your dad a basketball coach at? He is the basketball coach at the University of Arkansas. Oh, yes, man. I Man, I completely missed that in the research. I guess that's something completely – man, I, I have a bunch of questions for you now. So when exactly did you get hired at Arkansas? Uh, about four, five years ago. Okay. So where was he coaching at before that? Uh, University of Washington. Okay. 
So, I mean, those are both some good good basketball programs. Arkansas, I mean, they've been to the tournament now a couple of years in a row, right? Yes, they have. They have a great program. So, what, what's, that, what's that like going to basketball games, watching your dad on the bench, and watching your dad lead a great basketball program at the college you're going to be going to in the future? I mean, it's kind of funny because you, like, when you're at home, you see the dad that's, like, always goofing around with you trying to, you know, playing catch, throwing a lot of batting practice, but then – you see the coach side of him and wanting his players to get better, wanting the program to be good, have a competitive and just all-around great program at the University of Arkansas basketball. So, Yeah. So, when you're, so looking forward to the future when you actually do head to Arkansas campus, what's that, what's that relationship going to be like with your dad actually being when he's a, you're a student athlete at the university and he's a coach? Like, are you guys going to be crossing paths or anything? Or is it kind of going to be he's going to be having his season and focusing on his stuff? And you guys are just around each other at home. Um, I think we'll maintain the same relationship that we have, the father-son relationship. It'll just be closer since we are at the same place every day. So we'll probably see each other a little more than we usually do right now, which will be awesome for me. But, you know, we'll just see how it fans out in the future. So obviously your class of 2025 meaning that you just ended your freshman year of high school. And you're already committed to a power five school. Oh, there's a lot of guys they wait out. They wait to commit to their sophomore junior year. But what was it for you that made you commit your freshman year and just you you knew that you wanted to go to Arkansas? Um my ending my freshman year, I mean, you see all these kids that are committed and I committed so early because I knew Fayetteville was home. Uh, I went on a lot of campus visits, going to camps and stuff like that. Uh, just talked to the coaching staff, and I was like, let's get this recruiting process over with. Let's just stay here and stay home. I don't have to worry yeah. about it. So just felt like I could commit that early and keep my promise to them that I'll be at Arkansas. Yeah. So, obviously, you've been on visits to Fayetteville, obviously living there. But have you gone to other schools and taken visits there at other schools for baseball? Uh, yes, I've been to the uh, University of Arizona State. We, uh, we played a tournament out there last year, and we visited a couple times. Okay, so how did the visit at Arkansas compare to the one at Arizona State? How are the facilities different? Obviously, Arkansas, like you said, is the best in the nation. I believe they spent like, what was it, like $25 million on their baseball facility. So just looking at those two campuses, what was the what was the big differences between Arkansas and Arizona State? Uh, the big difference between Arkansas and Arizona State was uh, Arkansas just, we have the infamous hog pen, which is uh, which seats about, I don't know, probably two, one, 2,000 people in left field bunch of tailgaters and stuff like that and then you have bomb stadium which is legendary for bomb walker uh, famous baseball player there and of course we have the new facilities in right field just the fan base is just incredible and the arizona state there's nothing wrong with it it's just like it just didn't feel the same the facilities are unbelievable too uh just the stadium just didn't have that same feel as uh bomb walker did yeah so are you heading since living since you live in though are you heading to bomb walker quite a bit during the season Obviously, they had Caden Wallace, Peyton, uh, Peyton Stovall this year. So, were you able to watch them play quite a bit this year? I was able to watch them play quite a bit. It's, they're a fun group to watch. Yeah. Obviously, thank you to the championship. But, I mean, it's still a great team. but with you being so young and still committed to Arkansas. When you're, when you're playing with guys who are uncommitted, playing against guys who are some of the top guys in your class, still deciding on college, are you kind of a recruiter to Arkansas in a way? Like, are you trying to push – the University of Arkansas and some guys being like, hey, it's a great school. You need to come play with me. Let's go win a national championship. Or are you kind of, do you kind of like to lay low when it comes to that type of stuff? Uh, no, absolutely. I'll try to recruit my uh, my teammates into coming to Arkansas uh, because I just feel like Arkansas is a great place for anybody. I mean, 
not just a top talent in baseball. You have the, the greatest coach, probably one of the greatest uh, college coaches in, in the history of baseball, Dave Van Horn, alongside with this pitching coach, Matt Hobbs, and hitting and defense coach, uh, Nate Thompson. And they also have a great um, student staff with uh, Zach Ball and um, Clay Goodwin and uh, Bond. Great staff that I, I think top tier baseball, everyone should be around. Yeah. So since committing, how all you you mentioned all those guys. So since committing, how is that? How's your relationships with all those Arkansas coaching staff? How has that evolved since you've committed um, last fall? Uh, it's evolved in a great way. Uh, talk to well, text with them a lot. Uh, they just give me they don't respond, but I try to call them every once a week or once every two weeks just to make sure and check up on them. Tell them they had a great year. Ask them how the program. Okay. So talking about relationships, obviously there's four other commits in your class for Arkansas. So do you have any relationships with any of those guys? Uh, I have great relationships with all of them. Uh, we all reached out after we committed, and we were like, let's go, baby. Let's be roommates or stuff and stuff like that. Okay. All right. Heck, yeah. I mean, it's great to build that team chemistry early. Um, always a great thing to see. But let's, let's dig into the travel ball experience a little bit. Obviously, you mentioned USA Prime. Great, great program. You guys have you yourself. I mean, Casey Cunningham, uh, who was Omar Cerna, LSU commit, Dean Hanna, a bunch of different guys. So you guys are pretty loaded. So when did you guys get first connected? When did you get first connected with the USA Prime team? Uh, we got first connected after our 13-year year. I mean, me and Kaysen, we were on the infamous Alamo Drillers team. I was only on there for a year, but Kaysen, is, Kaysen has um, and his dad have been on that program for as long as, long as I can remember. So after that team broke up, we, uh, we were with USA Prime our uh, 14U fall, and then, then ever since that, we've just been with USA Prime. Okay. So what's that experience been like so far playing there for a couple of years compared to when you were playing for the – what was it, the infamous – what would you say? Alamo Drillers. Alamo Drillers. So what's that – how's the experiences for both teams? How's that been different? Uh, You know, with the Drillers, it was like just a super team and stuff. Just uh, You're flying kids in everywhere, but – with Prime, we have a pretty we have a we've had the same core group with me, Kaysen, Dean Hanna, Jack Jorgensen, and uh, Sean Gamble. Just just the core group of guys, and we just kind of build off around everybody. So it's a, it's definitely different, but it's a good different, you know. Yeah. So you mentioned a lot of guys there. A lot of those guys committed to some big schools. So what's that like playing day in and day out with a lot of power five future power five baseball players? Uh, you know, we kind of joke around saying like, oh, you should decommit and come with us and stuff like that. But in reality, we all we all push each other to be better because, you know, all of our goals besides college are to go play in the pro. So we're always pushing ourselves with the little things like our approaches and our, you know, prep steps in the infield and just the mindset of the game overall. Yeah. So what's this summer been like for you guys so far? Obviously, how many you've played what playing three, four tournaments already this summer? Yeah, we played in three. Uh, this year so far, you know, it's going pretty good, pretty good so far. Uh, should We haven't won some games. We uh, we lost some games that we shouldn't have, but, you know, it's early in the summer, so we're going to get that fixed here in WWBA and make a good run and then head to North Carolina and hope for, uh, to hold our defending gold medal there. Okay, so two big-time tournaments back-to-back, back-to-back weekends. Obviously, that WWBA, I mean, that's known nationwide for all travel ball organizations. Um, great place there in Atlanta. I'm heading there in two weeks to watch the 17 you won. Really excited for that. Um, but being at WWBA, you think you're going to run into Black Cobra? You heard of him yet? Oh yeah, we know Cobra. He was uh, he was in a uh, he was with us in uh, 
Atlanta our first week with the national programming bright. Um, okay. Cobra's awesome. We all love Cobra. Cobra's our new best friend, as we like to call him Prime. Yeah, Cobra's my guy. I love Cobra. But um, so you said you're heading to North Carolina. You said next week. Uh yes, sir. So you said you won the gold medal there last year. Uh, we won the gold medal there in uh, Phoenix. We're hoping to make a you know hold our hold our spot with the gold medal there. Okay. All right. Um. So let's let's dig into your high school season. Move away from travel ball. So you just got done with your freshman year. What was it about a month ago? So what was that freshman season like for you? Freshman season, you know, you uh, play against all the local kids who like local kids you grew up with. You know, haven't grown up with the older kids. They're looking at you. They're seeing this freshman that's committed, and he's like, "Oh, I don't think this freshman is good." Well, and you realize that that they are a little bit better than you, and it's kind of it kind of was nerve wracking in the first couple of weeks. You're playing against these. 17, 18 year old man, men, and they're throwing 94, 95 mile per hour fastballs at you. You're like, oh, okay, this is what it's like. And uh, it was difficult at first to get adjusted to that, but once I did, it was a, uh, it was great. Yeah. So you mentioned those 17, 18 year old men. That's always a question I do like to ask people when, to the younger guys when they get on the show is um, playing up. What would you say would be tougher? Playing. Um, 17, 18 year olds who guys who have beards, obviously you said throwing 94, 95, heading to college next year, or when you're facing guys in travel ball who are the elite prospects of your age, what would you say would be tougher? Uh, I would say facing the 17 and 18 year old men. I mean, just from a physical standpoint, they're more mature and they're probably more wise with their heads. So, I mean, they, they have a better mix and more mature, have a lot more experience on the mound. So I feel like that'd be the harder yeah. So, what, who would be the toughest? Hit, who would be the toughest pitcher that you faced this year when you're uh, in the batter's box? Ooh, the toughest for travel or high school? Oh, uh, we can do high school and we can do travel. Uh, for high school, uh, it's another Arkansas commit, uh, senior Cooper Dossett. and then for summer ball, um, it would be a lefty from ninth inning Royals. He was about eighty-two to eighty-four with a nasty changeup and a good slider. And, uh, yeah, he was really good. I don't know. I don't remember his name. Okay. Heavy, did you get the chance to play up against Josh Heineman? I believe he's from somewhere close to Fayetteville. Uh, unfortunately, I did not. We're not in the same conference. We're about three hours away from each other. But Josh is top-tier pitcher, and he can swing it a little bit. Yeah. I, I interviewed him, I think, back in February. He was a great, he was a great dude to talk to. Uh, lots of, lots of um, good knowledge there. But what's the outlook on next season? So are you losing a lot of guys? You guys got a lot of guys coming back. What 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 you guys planning on doing next year? Uh, we lost sixteen seniors this year, so Ooh, it's, it's going to be yeah, it's going to be a very young, um, very young team next year. But we're hoping to make a better, hoping to have a better season than last. Well, we didn't end it the way we wanted to, but there's always room for improvement, and we're going to make it a make it a more memorable and better season next year. Yeah. So with sixteen seniors, did you guys have a pretty good regular season? Uh, not, not the greatest, uh, but you know, just with the 16 seniors, I mean, you look back at it and you're like, dang, those seniors are gone now. They're, some are going off to play a little bit of college and then some of them are just done. They're going to go to school. So. Yeah. Um, so one question I do like to ask some of you guys who are ranked quite, quite highly on that PBR list that came out a couple months ago. So I believe you're ranked number six. So are you a type of guy that likes to look into that and be like, oh, I'm number six, I'm ahead of this guy and behind this guy, got to catch him? Or are you a guy that just likes to be like, oh, that's cool, but I'd rather just focus on playing on the field? Yeah, I'm definitely the type of guy to say, oh, that's cool. 
is rankings really don't matter because you can see a bunch of guys in the top top thousand that are. Thing break people get caught up in the rankings and stop breaking the work and say, "Oh, I'm number four, or I'm number number ten in the country." I have to stop working, but in reality, all you have to do is work harder because people are coming up to catch you because yeah. they're looking at you, going like, "Oh, he's number four. Oh, I'm definitely better than him." That's hot. So, I think. Uh, yeah. I use that as a more motivational and work ethic. Okay. So with other guys who are ranked on that PBR list, do you have any relationships with any of those guys? Or do you guys, like, talk to each other at all? Or are you guys kind of separated? Um, we're kind of separated. Okay. So let's let's dig into your hitting approach a little bit. Um, so obviously you're on, you're in the you're on the on deck circle. You're watching the guy in front of you. What's going through your mind? And then when you're heading up to the batter's box, what are you trying to do with each at bat? Uh, when I'm in the on deck circle, you know, I like to get me a little behind her on my bat, you know. And then I'm looking at the pitcher. I'm looking for any little tendencies like that he has when he's going to throw his fastball over his off speed. But more mainly working on the timing, getting the foot down, getting the hands in the, the position that I want. And then when I'm walking up to the box, uh, you know, I'm just thinking, just hit the ball. Uh, hit the ball as hard as I can, wherever it's thrown, and that's it. Because I've just simple, keep it simple, stupid. That's a kiss. That's what me and my dad like to think. Just keep okay. It simple, okay. So on Perfect Game, you're listed as a shortstop, third baseman, and a pitcher. So how often are you pitching? Are you planning on being possible two-way as you head up to college, or are you kind of just wanting to stick at shortstop, third base on the left side of the infield? Um, in college, I am uh, committed as a two-way. I don't pitch as much in the summer in high school just because um, just because we have a better guys pitching, but I do come in relief some. I do play a lot of uh, third base and shortstop. So hoping to be a two-way in college and uh, two-way in high school in summer ball. Okay. So what's your p- pitching repertoire when you're on the mound? Um, I'm about 83 to 86 on the mound with a good changeup, pretty good slider. Um not going to blow you away with velo, but I'm just going to mix pitches around with you. I'm going to compete, that's for sure. So sometimes I get and uh, emotion gets to me a little bit, so that's that. Yeah, so what pitches are you throwing right now? Uh, four seam, two seam, changeup, and slider. Okay, so are you trying to add any new pitches in the future at all, or are you kind of good with the four you got right now? Um, I'm kind of good with the four that I got right now. Okay, so what would you say would be your best pitch and probably the pitch that probably needs the most work? Uh, my best pitch is probably my changeup. Uh, I just think I just worked a lot at it. And I think the pitch I need to work on is my uh, slider. Okay. So if you were a scout watching your game, what would be your personal scouting report? So that can be on the mound, in the batter's box, and even in the dugout as you're kind of watching yourself in the dugout. If I was a scout looking at myself, I would say a very good body projection. I'm about 6'3", 165, so I got to get in the weight room a little bit. But um, I'd also say – play the game very loose but also sometimes too loose where the emotion gets to myself so that's something I work on a lot I get a little too amped up sometimes so I would say the game comes to me I play the game the right way so that's how I look at it yeah so obviously you head to Arkansas's campus here in three years so what's probably some of the things that you want to work on most before you head to campus oh something I would like to work on before I head to campus is you know adjusting to that velo of not only the fastball, but the, the off speed. And, you know, just letting the game come. Don't let the moment get too big for me because, you know, as you know, Arkansas is a top program. play a lot of other top programs, and I'm just, you know, preparing mentally and physically preparing myself for those moments. Okay. 
So living in Arkansas, you actually don't have any pro baseball teams. So is there a major league team that you like to watch? Uh, I'm a big uh, Philadelphia Phillies guy. Bryce Harper's my favorite player. Okay, so would you say Bryce Harper's the guy you like to model your game after, or do you like to model after somebody else? Uh, absolutely. I love the way Bryce Harper plays. He plays really hard, but also plays very composed. Yeah, I re- I've always been a big fan of Harper. I mean, he came up in, what, 2012? I was like fifth grader, so I always loved watching him and Trout come up together. And the, um, I've always been a big fan of Harper. I was hoping that he would go ahead and sign with the Cubs back when he was a free agent a couple years ago, but oh well. Uh, Philadelphia is a good spot for him. But let's let's move on from the baseball field a little bit. We've talked about baseball now for about 25 minutes. So let's move on and talk about some of your passions beyond the baseball field. So when you're not on the baseball field, what do you like to do? Uh, beyond the baseball field, I love to fish, love to hunt. Uh, I would say I fish more than I hunt. Uh, I actually brought my fishing poles to Atlanta. Um, me and a couple of teammates love to go to the golf course ponds or the local lakes, and we love to fish. Okay. So when you're hunting, what are you usually hunting for? What is uh, what is there in Arkansas to hunt? Uh, there's anything you can think of. There's deer, there's duck, dove, turkey, there's anything. Okay. So I'm not from like that area. I'm from Indiana where there's like that same type of stuff. But are there like mooses and stuff in Arkansas or is it basically just the deer, duck, and goose? Uh, it's the normal deer, duck, and goose. If I've seen, if there's a moose in Arkansas, I haven't seen it. Okay. All right. You also play football, right? Yes, I do. Okay. So you played with Isaiah Setegna. Is that his name? Isaiah Centennial, yes. Okay, so he's going to Arkansas, great wide receiver, and then there was a what was a defensive end going to IU, right, from your high school? Uh, linebacker, Caden Turner. Okay, Caden Turner. Okay, so what was it like playing with those two guys as they're three, four years older than you heading to um, big schools to play football? What was it like playing with them? Did you get to learn a lot from them? Um, and just what was it like playing football as a freshman at Fayetteville? I mean, it was a great experience. Isaiah and Caden are the two best guys that I've ever been around from a maturity standpoint. Uh, I kind of looked up to them as like my big brothers. They were always there for me, uh, giving me advice about life and on the football field. I mean, those guys were just opened arms, put their wing around me my freshman year, and it, it meant a lot. Okay. So now, now that you've been in Fayetteville for four years, right? Yes. Okay. So you've been in Fayetteville for four years. What's it like being there in a college town as a younger kid? Is there a lot of things to do that's not for college kids, or is it mostly just a college town? Um, there's a lot more to do in Arkansas just, than just a college town. I mean, there's a bunch of trails. There's um, Beaver Lake. There's the, the Blessings Golf Course. There's there's a lot of things to do besides a college party town. Okay. I've Whenever I hear about Arkansas, I always hear what's about Dixon Street or Dixie Street. Dixon Street. Dixon Street. So is there a lot of stuff to do, do there beyond stuff for like bars and stuff like that for college kids? Is there like cool movie theaters, stuff like food trucks, stuff like that? Or is it mostly just, is that mostly just for college kids? Uh, there's a ton of food trucks. I mean, you got anywhere from Chinese food to dessert to pizza. I mean, it's food trucks are a, a big thing in Fayetteville, Arkansas, especially on Dixon Street. There's also some great restaurants and uh, great restaurants that are not just bars. I mean, there's great food there. Okay, so how often do you see yourself on Dixon Street? Oh, I don't know, probably probably twice a month, maybe. Okay, not too bad. I know Josh, when I had Josh Hyman and Sean Fitzpatrick on, they were talking about how they had these killer food trucks that they just had to go to every day they were in town. So I just wasn't sure if that was just a thing for them or if that's an all-year-round thing. But I just got a couple more questions for you, man. So like I said, I'm trying to be an agent here two, three years down the road when I graduate from college. So – 
when NIL came out, that was a big thing for me just to learn more about the industry. Uh, you still have three more years before you're able to make any money off your name, image, and likeness. But have you thought about that at all, about a possible brand that you would love to work with? Yes, absolutely. Um, from the normal brands of like baseball, like Dean Marini, Wilson. But um, absolutely, I've thought about it a long time before the NIL was a thing. But like just thinking as a kid getting sponsored by those big time brands and like maybe even having your own model or your own like custom bat or custom cleats or something like that it's just always been something cool to think about and knowing that it's it could happen in a couple of years is awesome yeah well i know i know you said you're, you're you're big into faith i know you said you like to listen to um different bible verses when you're in that car i got a great glove company for you to look into once you once you do actually head to campus it's called for him glove company they are all they're faith-based uh, they, they like to work with faith-based players so that's always a company for you to look into i'll have to send you their profile when we're done here on the phone absolutely sounds great but all right landon that's all the questions i got for you man really appreciate you coming on the show uh good luck the rest uh, good luck this weekend good luck the rest of this summer i'll definitely be following your career from now on and just really appreciate you coming on the show thank you for having me jace it was a pleasure And that's going to do it for another episode and another week in another JKR podcast. I would like to thank Landon for coming on the show today. Also want to thank Cannon and Noah for coming on this weekend as well. Just great weekend of content. Hopefully these guys, we have three future first round picks. I can say here in a couple years, um, really, exci- really excited to see where all three of these guys, not just Landon, where they're all going here next couple years, obviously all committed to some great schools, but I mean, there's a chance that, they might never ever step foot on campus as they might get drafted that first, second round, sign with those pro teams. Um, but make sure to check out next week as we got a couple more studs from the unit from the state of Texas. A little moving back from that Texas baseball series a while back. Um, two guys from the state of Texas, another guy committed to a Texas school. Um, so just some great content there. But to learn any learn more about the podcast, get some more updates, make sure to check out our website and our social media. Website's going to be www.jkrpodcast.com. Social media is going to be at jkr underscore podcast. Both great ways to learn more about the podcast. So check them out. And I'll catch you guys next week as we have three more episodes.